Wait, what do you mean it's over? Hello? How can I help? Hey everyone, welcome back to Parties Over Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Liz. And I forgot to drink any water today, and now I am parched. It's like the old days. It's like the olden days. Parties Over Podcast 2019. Thirsty gal. So today, I had my appliances delivered, and um, I I knew this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. The people we were ordering them from the whole time were just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done this before. And they just made it. I'm like, you're not really comforting me. I feel like this is for sure something's going to happen. They've so never I, sold? They've never, like, put it in the system. Oh. I don't know. Like, there was like, their first day? day? I have no idea. I think maybe they've, like, avoided using the system like i think they maybe just like i don't know they just kept saying this the whole time like just do to do and i was like oh for sure something's gonna get messed up oh goodness so this morning our appliance delivery was happening and i target gets a phone call that they are 15 minutes away so he rushes over this is in the morning drives to our new house and i get out of the shower and i hear someone knocking on my front door and i come out and there is a stove and a microwave and all these appliances on my 650 square foot homes driveway and i am fresh out of the shower and i'm just like um these aren't supposed to be here so was there like a fridge um the fridge we had to pick up ourselves a couple weeks ago okay i was gonna say that i'm like picturing you having to put all of these things somewhere and that would be like the biggest i just literally was like and of course parker's not answering and i'm like um amazing and then the guy was like i'm like yeah these weren't supposed to come here but like they these people didn't work for Lowe's they just were a moving company like Lowe's hired so really like they know nothing it's not their fault whatever so there's nothing I can even do to be like this isn't right and I also don't want them to like you could like refuse it kind of thing maybe and then deal with it later but I'm like then I have to wait all day Mm -hmm. to deal with like because I have to be in person when the appliances are getting delivered too and like I don't live there so I have to like go there so it was pain and he was like I'll do you a favor um I'll bring it there but how much can you pay me I'm like, um, no, that doesn't feel like a favor. <laughs> it's like, but it would have to be me and you who unload it. I'm like, well, so you're doing all the work. I'm gonna pay you to, uh, no, like I have a truck. Uh, we'll figure it out. So I was like, excuse me, just can you load it into the truck at least? So then I'm like driving down the road and I have nothing strapping these appliances in, and it was fine. Everything was fine, but it was unfortunate. Yeah, I would not know what to do in that situation. My house is not ready for these items, but now I have cabinets and appliances just waiting in places. Anyways, at least um, you know that you have them when you need them and it's not like like a year or so ago when it would take like yes. a year to get something in and you just had to like sit there and wait for it. Well, that was why we ordered them so early because everyone yeah. was like, oh my God, be careful. You'll never get them. So then we ordered them and they're like, they'll be here in two weeks. I'm like, mm, amazing. Oh, actually, can <laughs> we hold that off for a little bit? I don't want them. So I have that. And then we have a big week this week because I ambitiously was like, hey, let's, I want sheetrock by Christmas. So I was like, let's insulate this coming week and i still have like my house isn't ready for insulation so i got a busy busy week all those uh holiday party cancellations came in on my calendar we had a couple holds on there just in case the house was ready 
I held every Friday, I think. Like you would have hosted a holiday party the week that you moved in. Literally, I would have. <laughs> I would have done that. I would have, I, if I had my house like literally habitable, even if it wasn't ready, I would have literally had a house. There's like I'll not a lot of furniture, but there's a Christmas tree and full-blown decorations. I mean, I think you're underestimating. I would have done it without a floor. <laughs> I would have done it if I didn't have a floor in. That's a good way to break the house in. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's a space. What do you, you don't need a floor. And plus, I don't want you to get my, you, you won't get my floor dirty. Yeah, no one would have to take their shoes off. Exactly. Exactly. So anyways, that's my update. Plus, I'm headed to the county tomorrow. So another update. Gal on the go again. On Gal the go on all the, the way go. up to the top of Maine. Gal on the go. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Quiet, but good. Quiet can be nice. It was kind of sad. Oh. I like busy, busy holidays. That's like my thing. So it was mostly just different. Yeah. But I tend to be quiet. But we were just talking about this on the phone now. We wish like like all of the holiday parties kind of stopped because of the pandemic. And then it was like everyone realized like, oh, man, hosting is kind of a lot. Maybe I don't want to get back into that post-pandemic. So now it's kind of like is anyone going to have a holiday party? Like, I want to get dressed up and go to a holiday party so bad. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, I just remembered I forgot to answer your text today. Not Liz harassing the local restaurants to see if they're going to be doing something. (laughs) No, we went to this really fun New Year's Eve party last year. And not me. And I want to go to that party again. I don't want to go to another party. And I checked their full schedule. They have it's not listed anywhere. And then I'm like, okay, I'll just browse around and see what else is happening in Portland. Because my biggest suggestion for New Year's Eve is to get a ticket to a place and just go to that place. I like New Year's Eve is just not it, or like it wasn't it forever. But last year's New Year's Eve was the first one that I really enjoyed. So we're like, let's just do it again. And then I look at their calendar. And they don't have it listed. And we're all like, no, what are we going to do? And there's nothing else listed yet in Portland. So I'm just like, I'm just going to message them. It was just the the bluntness. Are you having this? (laughs) There was no, no, hi, how are you? Um, Hey. I said, are you having a New Year's (laughs) Eve party this year at any of your locations? Are you having this? Yes or no? I would like to attend. It's a business. It was giving Dwight shrew. When they said, we're wrapping up our plans and we'll be posting soon. So I'm I'm only laughing because I am the business at times. I'm on the receiving end of some of these people. And that is the least of it because some people. I like that better than when I'm answering Facebook messages and people just say, hi. I'm like, what do you want? Ew, who says hi? People will like start a conversation. I'm like, I'm not here to mess around. What do you need? I have to answer them and I get. Yeah, I can't. I can't repeat, or I will get in trouble. But I get some interesting ones at my yeah. Place I wrote a nice message back. I said, "Thank you so much. We enjoyed it so much last year that we've been we've been counting down the days." Mm, there you go. There it is. Amazing little touch. Yeah, little touch of the Liz Adley charm. So now I know it's like still not confirmed, but I am planning my outfit, and I have to send you a couple options. Amazing. Yeah, I have my outfit planned that I don't know if I'm attending. But do you have any other updates? Thanksgiving was good, also relaxing. Uh, we played What Do You Meme with my family for three hours. Amazing. The game is definitely more um, 
vulgar than I was expecting. Uh, what's the other game you after dark? Telestrations. Telestrations. That is dark. Send that. Buy that for someone for holiday gifts. That's a good one. That is a good one. So today we are discussing side hustles and side projects and different things you can do to, I don't know, light that fire within you. Grow your career, you know, figure out your passion, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, Liz and I, we are, we are really just raking in just money 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 just like <laughs> so much money <laughs> oh yeah. we just are out here balancing all our side hustles forbes 30 under 30 main biz 40 under 40 it's just like oh yeah ah which publication are we gonna be in next actually you know what i will say catch me in the news i was on the news last week hey, um, we were on the we're in the press herald we said that last week our backsides holding t-shirts i was on the news with more command shout out she's a star you know you know I me mean? i had to i'm like trying to be casual like the news is like talk, whatever talking to us and i'm like yeah this is like totally normal for me i'm like texting i'm like can someone tell nana and grandpa that i'm gonna be on channel eight tonight <laughs> <laughs> anyways side hustles so liz and i have had our both had our fair share of side hustles we've had different things but yeah i want to talk a little bit about maybe like being smart with your money when you're doing stuff like this how to utilize your money to like i don't know help Move you forward, level up. Parker and I keep talking about leveling up lately. That's what we're going for in 2023, leveling up. Yeah. Um, the meal is here. So yeah. And I asked Liz the other day if we were in, if she's in her slay or flop era. Yeah. We talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. So really it's all, it all goes hand in hand, but why don't you kick us off? Yeah. I think we should talk about why we wanted to have a side thing. Like what brought us to the decision to start the podcast and as you guys know it's been it's been a little bit over three years now and I think we've maybe said this on here before but never had like an episode totally about it so kind of when we were getting into the working world I think we both realized like we had a lot of extra time like honestly if we didn't have the podcast I would have a lot of free time that I wouldn't know what to do with so there was kind of a missing piece into our schedules at that time. We were a little, our lives are a little bit slower at that time. Um, so we had a missing piece and also like needed a place to get out some of our creativity and ideas and a thing to do together. So if you're coming out of college or if you're just at a point in your career where you're like, um, I like my job, but I want to have something like I can be passionate working on or you have just like a lot of time at night, like you're maybe working a nine to five, or maybe you are in a hospital and have like the three shifts and have like this extra time that you want to use, like finding maybe what you can focus on one day a week or a couple hours at night that you really are passionate about. Honestly, it will end up making you, or I think it helps you like your job better because you can utilize both for, for different reasons and you can still feel like you're doing your passion Um, but I think you just have to go into it. Like we went into it, like, this is not to get out of working. This is just a bonus in our lives, like something we want to do. And if there's no money, there's no money. It's more something we just genuinely want to do. Yeah. I think, um, I have, I viewed like side hustles in different ways throughout the years. I, the first time I like 
I knew that I wanted certain things from my career. I, or I, I knew like my life and my career, I wanted to have a flexible schedule. I wanted to have X amount of money. I wanted to have um, like creativity, different things. So I was using like, I thought my side hustle was going to be like my way I was going to maybe have my own business and um, do stuff like that. So like that was my first side hustle before the podcast. I had like marketing clients and I was going to have like an agency and that was how I was going to become like a business owner. And then I'd have like the flexible schedule check and then make money that way, stuff like that. And really what ended up happening for me was that that is not what just life didn't happen how I had thought it it ended up happening, but not in the way I thought. So my side hustle didn't end up becoming making me a business owner at this time. It ended up leading to experience that helped me get a job that was flexible and creative and such. So that's a good tip is like going into it, not being like, this is going to change my life and I'm going to make so much money and I'm going to do this, this, and this, and more like, what will this, what benefits will I get from this? Even if it doesn't do the absolute best, like, is it good for my mental health? Is it good? Like filling my schedule? Is it a good use of my time? And am I going to gain skills from it? Well, I think I didn't, I didn't know, like, I didn't go into it thinking, that I went into it thinking like, oh, this is going to change my life, but being open to like whatever happened with it, like different, just different doors opened. And I like was open to rethink if I was still in the mindset that like, oh, I need this. I need to like have an agency. That's the only way I'll be happy. I would completely miss the fact that like, oh, wait a minute. I already have like a creative fulfilling job. And I just think like being open to change you know, being open to like really thinking about things in a more full picture. But yeah, so my first side hustle was I did like marketing clients and web design. And those were things that like web design, I like web design, but I didn't like the technical aspect of web design. So like the like coding stuff and the tech techie side of things um, was very stressful for me. Like someone's website crashes and you're the phone call at, you know, whatever time of night and you're up all night doing that stuff. It was very stressful. And I don't like it. It's not something that comes really easy to me. I'm not like an IT person. So it's something I have to really work out, like really research to do it. Anyways, so that, yeah, so that was my first one. I had marketing clients and this allowed me to see like, okay, what do I like? What do I not like? What do I want to take to the next piece? It did also allow me a lot of skills that I was able to, I didn't technically learn at my nine to five where I had the experience. Cause if I only had experience from the job, like the tasks I had to do at that job, I wouldn't have been able to go to the next job saying like, I have web design experience, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it allowed me to like further build my resume and my skills. Um, but, and then allowed me to see like, what do I want to take over to the next step of my career? Yeah. And I think like similar to the podcast, like we use things with the podcast to be able to put on our resume. And it's not just like something that's like, yeah, I did this. Like there are things to show for it. Like you could say like, oh, we fully manage the Instagram account, the t- like all of the social media accounts and make all of the graphics and all of that. And that's like something a job could easily look up and be like, oh, I can see they manage this account. I can watch what they're doing. I can see their engagement. I can go to the TikTok page and see what they're doing there and like, no, like 
it's almost like a portfolio and same thing like they could listen to the podcast and they could see like oh they know how to edit audio they know how to like host a podcast and and post a podcast like it's actual skills that can be put towards you know the overall thing that you want to do yeah I think the number one thing that now when I go speak to like classes whether it's like high school college whatever anytime I'm going to speak somewhere the thing that I always do is my number one takeaway for them is try and create something of your own that you own and you can build your experience that way whether it's you want to work on cars someday and you like maybe you can't get a job as a mechanic well like start by fixing up like your uncle's car your mm-hmm. whatever like so on and so forth get experience that way and then you can like or a cleaning business or whatever start like your own little thing and you can it can start as just like family and friends and stuff and i'm not saying you have to become a business owner but you can take that experience and like build it into something else and take it to the next place and maine is such a great place to do that because we have like such a um, small business friendly, like community oriented community. So that's like a great place to do that. But that's my, always my number one tip is like, if you want to get into hair or whatever, makeup, like you want to become a makeup artist, start by like doing people's prom makeup and taking pictures and creating a portfolio and like starting with your own stuff rather than asking someone to like, Hey, take a chance on me. Even though I haven't necessarily like done anything to make you want to take a chance on me. I haven't, you know, you've, you're literally taking a chance on me by meeting me, which is great, but it gives them that like little bit of reassurance. Like I'm serious about this. Yeah. And I think the next part of that would be like, stay consistent, like actually think about it before you start and do some planning before you're going out and talking about it. Because I think it means more when someone can see like, oh, they've been working at this for a long time. I can tell they want to do it. And it's not going to, I mean, There are some people that blow up overnight or something, but it's not going to happen instantly. And you have to have the confidence to just not give it up and be like, I'm just, I know I want to do this. I thought about it. I made a plan, like maybe set a goal, like I'm going to try this for a year or two years or a couple of years and, and see if I still like it then, but don't just be like, oh, it's been a month. It's not going well because you haven't given it the allotted time to let it happen. And um, I something I have learned from not only my own experience, but I'm witnessing other people, you really only get one, like you get one almost like get out of jail free card. That's not the right way to put it. But your first little like side hustle or whatever you put out there is when you'll get the most amount of support. Your second one, they'll trickle off third, fourth, people eventually will stop. They'll stop, you know, ignoring you and you'll have to ha- work way harder to earn their trust. So be very, very strategic about what your first side hustle is going to be that you like announce to the public, kind of like what Liz is saying, where like do some research, be serious about it. Because um, I say this uh, like, and I'm not being in like, I'm not an MLM, like anti-MLM, like shamer or anything like that. But this is a good example because there's a lot of different MLMs. So you could, and that for those of you that don't know, that's like uh, multi, multi-level marketing. And that is the um, beach bodies, the um, Herbalife, those sort of things that like the selling. So I say that because your first one that you do, if you do one of those, or you have a marketing or cleaning business or whatever, your first thing that you announce is when you'll get a lot of community support. People will be like really excited for you. They'll really want to support you. Your second one. So let's say you started as Herbalife 
and you announce that and you're like, actually, that one's not for me. I'm going to switch to Beachbody. It gets a lot quieter. You get a lot less shares. You get a lot less likes because they're like, oh, they're bouncing around or like you did a cleaning business and then you switch to Herbalife or car business, whatever. Then they're like, okay, they're just trying to like make money off me. This isn't something they're passionate about. They don't need my support. They're just trying to use me to sell. Mm -hmm. That's what like people will think. So you have to be really cautious about what you're putting your name on. Like your name is worth something and that's like your brand. And you want people to see, like, if I put my name on something, I'm serious about it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you don't get a second chance, but it just means each time you switch, you will have to work a lot harder to earn people's trust. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think like maybe waiting a while to like start talking about it, like keeping it quiet, I think is almost better in the beginning. Like not saying we were the absolute best ever, but like we posted podcast episodes, like had all this things ready to go, like edited a couple episodes, listened to them, like made sure we knew how to get the podcast out on Apple, Spotify, everything, like have the website ready and be like, okay, it's all ready. Like it's on there. We know how to do everything. Do we want to do this? Like we had a photo shoot. We did it all. It wasn't like, hey, we're going to start a podcast. And then we're like, but how do you post a podcast? How do you even do that? It was like, we had already thought about it. Yeah. And I think there's a difference in like who you are as a person too, to like, I'm someone that like, I should keep things quiet that I'm serious about until then, because I'm a person that has a lot of ideas and stuff. And like, I already have the reputation of like big dreamer kind of thing. And obviously not all of my dreams come to fruition, so it is like nice, but someone it, there is like speaking into the universe with like a trusted companion kind of thing where you're like speaking it into just it kind of could seem a little bit more real. Yeah. So or we like could have asked people, should we start a podcast? And they could have been like, eh, eh right. I don't really want to listen to that. And then we would have been like off uh, track, like, oh, they don't want us to. But by the time we told anyone, we're like, yeah, we started one. <laughs> and there is also a way when you do speak about it is um speaking about it in confident like confidently With and confidence, yeah. excited and passionate because that's when people are going this is something I learned along the way if I'm not making a big deal of something why would I expect anyone else to make a big deal of it and this goes hand in hand where like um the podcast like I remember when or, or my wedding was like I noticed that where I was like yeah it's super chill like I'm a cool girl like I don't care about my wedding like whatever and then I was like, mm, why does no one care about my wedding? And then I was like, oh, it's because like I've made it very clear it's not a big deal to me. And then I started to like realize that. And then I applied that to the podcast sometimes where I would say like, oh, we got a sponsor, like whatever. And they would just say, cool. And I would be so confused. I'm like, that's a pretty big deal. Like, why are you freaking out? And then I realized, oh, I didn't say like, guess what? I got a sponsor. This is so mm. cool. I'm so excited da, 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 da. and their reaction would be heightened. So but then like on the other side of things, like remember that you can be the excited person for people too. Like I remember when we told that story of that girl we met at a Super Bowl party or something. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she had met someone who had had a podcast before. So she was like, did you guys say you have a sponsor? Like, and then we started getting excited. Like, Oh yeah, this is exciting. Like, thank you for reminding us like with fresh, I don't know, totally fresh to the topic that it is something exciting. Cause I mean, if things happen over and over again, you start to like 
you're not drained of it, but like you forget how you first felt and to see someone have that excitement again, I think it made me excited again. So you can be that person for other people starting things too, because once you have your own thing, you you know what it means to you to have someone excited. Final note about excitement. <laughs> Another thing I have learned is not everyone is going to get it. And that is okay. That does not mean they're not supportive. That doesn't mean they're not happy for you. But some people, this is like, I remember figuring this out because I have always been like into this world where social media, influencers, sponsors, ads, marketing, digital, the news, like all these different things where it's very like entertainment focused, let's say. And for example, like I could be on the new, I don't know. That's like a silly one. Maybe not. Um, uh, Even just something for the podcast. I don't expect my parents to really understand. They're very supportive, but they aren't going to really understand it. They're like, do you have a million listeners yet? I'm like, well, no. <laughs> Let's say someone, okay. Some, some influencer we get on that has a million followers mm-hmm. where it's very obvious. Like this is a big deal. This is crazy. And you're so excited to talk about it. And people are just like, cool. And you're they so don't confused. Know that you're like, how are you not freaking out? This is such a big deal. Oh my God. But then you think, oh, in their world, if they're telling me about some open heart surgery they're performing or whatever, some mm-hmm. new drug that's come out and they're a pharmacist, I will have no idea what they're talking about. And I, it would be hard for me to even pretend to be excited because I wouldn't, I wouldn't know which parts of the sentences to be excited about. That's not yeah. a joke. I would just be so oblivious to that world. So something else to keep in mind when it comes to support and such. In in recap, your name is very important. So you you are essentially your first step to creating a side hustle, working on any sort of a project is creating a brand around yourself and being very intentional about how you will show up in the, you are you good for your word? Do you do what you say you're going to do? etc. come up with those things about yourself and your your name on something is very important and the more you put your name on other things that you're not actually passionate about the more you're going to lose people's support and it's going to be harder to prove yourself when you do find that thing that you're really excited about and supportive um and be really excited for other people hype them up but also remember that your name is still important when it comes to you can be supportive of your um like be supportive of your friends' businesses, do all these things, but your name is also important in what you recommend. So if your friend has screwed someone over multiple times, be very weary about, or be whatever, be very, you know, cautious about recommending them because that comes back on you. Um, and it, that can be a really tricky situation to navigate. So your name is very important hype up your friends, get excited for them. Be who's going to be excited for you if you're not excited for yourself. And yeah. And the same thing, like if you're going to do something with someone else, like, like Ashley and I like make sure like the same thing. Like, do you want your name attached to their name? Like, Mm -hmm. are they, do they feel the same way about what you're going into? Like, did you, do you have the same goals? Do you have the same ideas of where it's going to go? Because, I don't know, I think you just need to be really solid in that relationship going into it. And like your words are going to get crossed, especially on something like a podcast, but even a business, like what you stand for, what that person says is now connected to your your business that you're doing together. Yeah. When it comes to partnering with someone on sort of a side project or what have you, think about, be very... uh 
intentional about who you're choosing when it comes to and realistic your strengths and weaknesses, their strengths and weaknesses, and how can you play these up and work with them? Because that is something, if you have two really headstrong people, that can be really tough. If you have two really passive people, that can be tough. So really think about that stuff and think, can this withstand our friendship? Are we friends? Are we business associates? What, you know, what's the relationship here and have like pretty clear guidelines on that. I would say it's, My recommendation for that is do something yourself first. So don't come, I mean, obviously who knows, but you, it depends on how well you know yourself, but start with the job, have a job. So you know how you work or have a side hustle by yourself. So you know how you work. Yeah. We already kind of knew what, what each of our roles were going to be. I mean, it kind of like split in other ways further down the line, but we, new going into it. I'm good at this. You're good at this. And this is what we can bring to the table and because of that gone, previous experience. Yeah. If we'd gone fresh out of college, we would have had no idea. It would have like, been a shit show. Yeah. It would have just been very different. Our, our, so we wouldn't have been as aware. So yeah, think about focusing in on something yourself first, just whatever it is, your job, something, just get to know yourself and how you work before you go into something with someone else. But yeah, so Okay, so the second piece or third, whatever, I don't know where we're at, but the next piece would just be it is hard to balance both your career and doing something on the side, not to mention in if you're in your 20s, I don't this obviously you can do this at any stage of your life, but let's say you're in your 20s and you're at the same time, you're trying to grow your career, grow your personal life where this might mean building your finances, growing a social circle. I don't know, a home, a relationship. There's a lot of like building of your life. So it can be really, really hard to balance. How did you balance it, Liz? Slash our balancing. Well, I think just to talk about financials for a minute, if you are going to be making money off of your side hustle, this is good. Like the way I would look at it is like, this is extra money. Like use your job to like, your job should take care of everything. Like that's Wait, the way you, I, should... you cut out. I don't know if you cut out for everything. So um, this should be seen as extra money and then go. From that's there. the way I would look at it. Like that would be my advice is like use the money from the side hustle for a separate savings or into a IRA or something that is just like, I'm doing this to like help me later. And then your job can be like all of your normal stuff. Like, I think that's would be my biggest advice. But if you need, if you're, loving your job and it's maybe not like the salary that you want like the side hustle can be the thing that you need to like get yourself financially stable also so you can use it as a bonus or you can use it like to complete your salary needs too but don't forget to pay taxes on it yeah um so even what you're like don't just you know make a website or clean a house and go spend that money um you should put it in a separate account and you will you can either be, you can do something as doing business as, and that's your name and you can file your taxes that way, or you can open up an LLC or something like that. But uh, really, if you're talking finances, really organize things and it doesn't have to be super complicated. Just make a separate account and it's just make a separate account get a separate debit card, credit card, whatever. And then you can see your expenses and your income right from there. And it can be, you can kind of sort things that way, but um, make sure you save 
X percentage for taxes at the end of the year and just be very mindful of that because that can be a little tricky. But anyways, yes. Um, And as for scheduling, I think at first it was kind of difficult to like get in the habit of it. And now it almost seems second nature. And I think that's why you kind of want to keep that consistency because it will just become a part of your life. I feel like at first we had all this free time and then it filled most of the free time. And now it's just like, it's, it's factored into our week. And then free time is a a totally separate thing. It's like, oh, I know we're going to record the podcast for an hour. I know I have to edit it. And it's like, I just block a time in my weekend or a weeknight and chip away at editing or something like that and just look at my when I'm looking at my week and my calendar knowing like oh I'm gonna do this much each day almost like scheduling it in as like right after the work day or a Sunday morning is typically when I do it but the more you do it the more it's just like it's habit and it goes by so much faster and it doesn't feel like and it doesn't feel like separate from things. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I I have used, I have seen mine as like a season. It goes in seasons. And I remember really how I thought of, you can use your side hustle. I don't know what else to call it, but like your side hustle as a way to, again, level up. And it is like an accelerate, think of it as an accelerated program for your career because you're essentially doing two jobs at once. You are balancing two careers at once. You're gaining more and more experience. You're making more connections. You're networking, you're doing all these extra things. And I remember one day I was laying in bed thinking, because I, at this point, it was, I was fresh out of college. So I was working my nine to five and then I would come home and I would either go, I'd work on clients' websites. I'd work on my own website. I'd work on marketing for myself. I would do all these things. And then I was on like boards and I was just like, why am I doing all this stuff? And I remember thinking like, I haven't gotten it's just not going anywhere. Like nothing's happening. I don't have a ton of clients. I'm not ready to just quit my job and have this agency. I'm not, we hadn't started the podcast at the time. And then I even added the podcast on to all of that stuff. And I was super, like I was, I was just kind of, I don't know if disappointed is the right word, but I was just, I couldn't see the value at the time where I'm like, it's not happening for me. And this is annoying. Why wouldn't I just do a nine to five? And I'd be at the same place. I haven't progressed. And I recently had this realization where it worked. I was, you know, I got this job that I really love. It's a great job. And it, it occurred to me that side hustle helped push my career just like so much further. And it was really only like three years of hard, hard work. And it pushed me forward so much that it made me realize, oh, it's so worth it. Because three years has now accelerated me to what I had wanted. I think I had told you guys, like this was my goal for 10 years down the line. I wanted this position. So three years pushed me, you know, six years ahead of time or whatever. And so yes, it worked. However, for me, I have started to have to view it as seasons and it's not, I can't always put 110% into my career because I am currently at a place in my life where I'm trying to grow not only just my career, but my personal life. So I am trying to grow my career at the same time as I was, you know, trying to get married, build a house, 
get my finances in order, whatever. So there were certain things I was trying to do. So maybe at, let's say my first year out of college, I was giving a hundred percent of my free time to my career. I was not planning a wedding. I was settled in my house. I wasn't necessarily, I, I lived at my parents' house actually. And so my finances, I could just batch away money, et cetera. Then the next year, I again had like a pretty quiet year, could give a lot to my career. And then the year after that, it was like, oh, the wedding, oh, the house. So maybe 100% turned into 80% and then 20% in these other areas and things had to go. So I took off. And then this next year, I've had like a pretty heavy nine to five career wise. And a lot of the marketing client stuff had to go. And I could only keep the podcast and the career and the social life or whatever, the personal life. So just, you know, kind of thinking of it as always growing in a certain area, but not, and I never gave up one of the things completely. I hope that's making sense. That makes sense because I think similar for me, like my job previous to this job was not very creative more like analytical and web design, like you were saying. And at the time I was doing that job, I had a lot of like creative ideas and all of this, pretty much just creativity that I needed to get out and had nowhere to put it. And that was the time like I was really focused on the podcast because I needed to put the ideas somewhere. And now my job is super creative that I almost am like drained of creativity and it's like harder to think of things for the podcast. But no, but we know like, oh, we're, this is something that we do. We're always going to do it, but I have a harder time now. Like where do my ideas belong? Uh, because, because there's so many places for them to go. I feel like that a lot. I think for me, ideas is a hard one for me, but, um, my time is definitely a hard one for me when it comes to things. I don't know what to put in, but mm-hmm. that's kind of where I, yeah, I've kind of batched it is, this was the season for this. Now this is the season. And then they will all start to kind of come around. And I think that's just like, it's not always going to be a perfect balance where I have 25, 25, 25, 25 to all these separate things or whatever. It's more of like just kind of going waves. But I think keeping your, if you have a side hustle project or whatever, just being aware of what you want to give. I know people that were like, I spent 10 years in literally just in my business. I didn't talk to a single, you know, uh, dating, whatever. I didn't go on a single date during that time. I didn't go to a single family function. I just was wanted to grow this thing. And that was what I was number one focused on. And they were okay with other things going by the wayside. They were just going to grow that one thing. And I think just, um, yeah, knowing where you stand and, and just making sure you're aware of what you're doing. Always having that awareness is helpful because you also don't want to wake up one day and be like, oh, I, I actually did want to go on a date and I wanted to uh, go to those, I don't know, create a social life because you don't want to wake up in 10 years and realize, oh, I have no friends. I don't have any of these things if that wasn't your intention, if if that was on accident. So just being aware of where you're putting your time and your ideas is a tough one um, for me. But for someone that has maybe like you work in the medical field and you want to get into the creative field, I am so envious of you. Having something that's so different, that's so cool to just yeah. get home and be excited about doing something super separate, you know? I've yeah, because all of our like stuff that. is just kind of like it very is. similar. But yeah, so that – so yeah, being very aware of how you're spending your time and just keeping – that consistency, like Liz said, even if you can't give it a hundred percent, 
give it 25 and just keep going with it rather than letting it go completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way you, you've earned that trust. Like, no, I'm still doing it. I just, maybe I'm not whatever. Yeah. And maybe like we know, on- like just using the podcast as an, as an example, like we know these things need to be done every week. And these things are bonuses mm-hmm. for us that we could check. If we can check them off, that's great. But the other stuff is the most important priority to do every week. Right. So prioritize, I think, is a great one. I mean, yeah, just I guess having that faith too that this is worth it and it will be worth it, whether it's the way, like I said, the way you thought it was going to be, it may look completely different than what it actually ends up being. But just know like the effort's always worth it. Well, I shouldn't say that. You will gain, make sure you're aware of like what you're gaining from this, but it will be worth it if you're putting effort in the right places. Like an example, I'm just saying, obviously, you know, maybe don't, this is going to be such a stupid one. I I just literally can't think of a different example. Don't spend an hour tying your shoe. The hour won't be worth it. Like just tie your shoe, whatever. That's a stupid (laughs) example. Sorry. I have no idea how I thought of that. I just mean like the outcome is the same for that. It doesn't matter how long you take, but something uh yeah just be aware of where you're spending your time don't wash your if you're doing cars don't spend an hour washing their rim of their tire just you know I don't know how to I don't know other industries I could say this about use your time wisely because it's a it's a side hustle and you're going to be busy yeah so do what is most important and it will be worth the effort my next tip for a side hustle is meet people in that industry that you want to get into. So if it's the makeup industry, then if you want to become a makeup artist or an an esthetician or whatever, talk to people that do it for work. See if you can go shadow them. Get to know these people because they're going to be who maybe they have, they're not taking on new clients. They can recommend you. Maybe they can bring you in one day a week into their salon and that's a good way to get experience under, you know, a business and, but then you can get clients by yourself. So get to know people in the industry that will help level you up so, 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 so much. And then it gives you also that credibility that can be so hard to acquire. And you can take their advice because I mean, we can give advice on podcasting, but we can't necessarily give advice on how other side hustles will fit into your life. So definitely like people, like we say, want to talk about it and want to talk about what they're doing. So definitely ask all of the questions and and get their advice on how to get started and what, what they would do different if they started again. Also, a word to the wise is be like you can do it. You can change. I feel like I honestly really believe this in this day and age that you can truly do anything you want to do at any age. You can really do whatever. I, I just feel really strongly about that. And that might be being naive, but I think I say that with a word, with a word, um, maybe I'm not saying this the right way, but I I say this with caution though, because I have seen some people get so consumed by self-help podcasts and YouTubers and influencers thinking that that is the only way they will be happy is if their side hustle takes off. For example, like Liz and I, thinking, oh, we have to go live in New York City and sell out arenas at, you know, Laugh Boston, whatever, whatever it's called, Laugh Boston or what have you. And that's the only way we'll be happy. And I've seen people think, oh, I have to 
sell things on Etsy or I will not be happy in my job. So just be, you can totally do anything you want to do. And I really believe that, but be very also, you don't have to do in. you don't have to do a side hustle at all like if if you're happy in your job and like love your life and can fill your free time then right then get after it but just be caught be aware of why you're doing it yeah so am I doing a side hustle because I think that I have to do a side hustle am I or I don't know maybe I'm just doing it for fun maybe I want to go to a craft fair and sell my crafts and I don't need it to change my life it's just mm-hmm. for fun it's not as serious as I make it I just think sometimes these self-help podcasts, us, I'm like literally us saying it right now, they can be toxic, literally toxic. They'll make you think your life is, if you work a nine to five and you don't have a side hustle, you're wasting your potential, wasting your life, blah, blah, blah. And like, that is not true at all. So, you know, you can totally at any age, I think really do anything you want to do with social media. It's crazy. Things are so crazy and accessible nowadays that it can totally happen for you but you have to be yeah I think you just have to be really serious about it and honest with yourself yeah this is a good this is a good episode I'm you know feeling proud of my younger self yeah I, I thinking about us three years ago or you before that like doing things right out of school kind of wild kind of wild I I really remember though being like I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I fell for the, you know, this world thinking I could like change my life and do all this stuff. And then I remembered one day, like, oh my God, I think it might have worked. And I wonder what we would have ended up doing if it wasn't a podcast. Like, I really do wonder. I think it probably uh, wouldn't be in these jobs. We like who knows? Any last words of wisdom? Get started today. Call one eight hundred. No, if there is something release. that you've been wanting to do, like just start writing down some notes. Start seeing if it's a possibility. Because why not just get going on it? You know. I did hear, which maybe we should use this as the clip at the beginning to tease it. I did. I was listening to a podcast today, and someone was saying that we have created this narrative that work is bad, and your goal is to do the least amount of work as possible, and you just, you don't, you'll hate work. You don't want to work. Work equals bad. And that is not the truth. Work is the thing you create while you're on earth. And I think create, and that is like create in in general, it could be creating like happiness for clients. You could be creating solutions. You could be, it doesn't have to be whatever, but it's like how you use your time while you're on earth and I think that it's supposed to be fun and you can make it fun and purposeful and I don't know just changing the narrative that work equals bad and we want to work as little as possible maybe just changing our mindset with that and I think side hustles can really help with that because they're hard work but hopefully you're doing a side hustle that you find fun whether it's like the game of it all to you maybe the work itself is like hard and not that fun maybe it's like numbers and whatever but maybe the game of like in quotes leveling up is fun to you I don't know it was that really like kind of I agree yeah home with me yeah I I think I thrive when I'm trying hard in my job trying hard in the podcast trying hard in all of the things and I tend to do 
better in all of them when like I'm doing well in one, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it it's motivating. Well, guys, um, I hope you enjoy your side hustles. And I, if anyone, this is going to sound so crazy, but if you guys ever have like questions or you want to start a side hustle, you don't know where to begin. I feel like, I don't know, we're, we bounce things off of us. Use us as like, oh yeah. I don't know. Just send us a DM and be like, Hey, I'm thinking about starting this. What do you think? I would talk about that anytime. That is like our favorite thing to talk about. And I've created, it also occurred to me the other day, like I've created all these businesses in my mind for my friends and stuff. And like, then it occurred to me, Oh, some people don't want to do this. So I had this conversation with someone the other day. Not everyone wants to change their life and use, utilize their potential, blah, blah, blah. Like I made branding for your business already. You're not going to do it. People are like, I'm just chilling. I'm not, (laughs) not, I'm not trying to do that. So anyways, um, feel free to DM us. We are happy to be your, if you don't want to speak it, you know, keep quiet. Like we said, whatever, anyone, we're happy to do that for you. So that was a good one. Let's go start our side hustle.